This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye, you'll find out in VG247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a root? And what's the best game where you batter the pole? Like I said, you will find out in this year's podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a very specific category. Uh, for example, this week, well, it's a bit of a weird one this week because we're looking for the best game of 2023 which is of course unknowable and mysterious much like the motivations of uh tom ory who joins me Hello. Uh, uh as lo- <laughs> alongside associate editor alex donaldson hello and uh, uh staff writer daft connor this is a and- good choice jim because hey. it's, top- it's topical right it's topical Last in the week sense was the it- christmas special now we've no, got the no, no, one no, no, that's no. like oh it's the new year coming in a couple of days yeah I mean, I do understand the calendar, Tom. <laughs> I don't know why you're giving it so much hate when it's a perfectly good topic. It's not. I'm, I'm not giving it and hate. It I'm just saying it's... And, a... come, and come around next December, all that search traffic will be in. <laughs> People searching, what's going to be the best game this year? I just don't know. Um, so, yeah, this is um, this is a strange topic, and it's uh, open wildly to interpretation. Uh and that's where the game is. So, first of all, I want to hear from, uh, let's go, Connor, because the last time Connor was on, he won. Uh, and it was a massive upset, not for Connor, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's see if he can do it again. Do you know what? It's going to be. Can I switch it? Because I have I have one, and it's going to win, and it's a great pick, and I, I love my pick, but I can already foresee complaints from Tom. Doesn't matter what you pick. Don't don't switch it just because Tom will complain. Street Fighter he'll... Six is my pick because we've right, already played it, it. I knew it. I and knew it's it. brilliant, <laughs> right? I knew it. But I can throw a totally different pick and it will still be brilliant. Go on then. Right. Baldur's Gate Three. Nah. Baldur's Gate Three. Yep. It's been an early access this year, and it's been re- announced for a release date in August 2023. It is mm-hmm. a fantastic RPG made by some brilliant people um and i'm very excited for it and it looks very very good have you played any of it yet yes what's it like <sighs> it's very good <laughs> it sounds like you haven't played this game and you've literally just googled games coming out i have played this game i didn't play a lot of it because like because it's an early access it's a problem where like they release a game in early access and you know it's going to be updated so much and an already brilliant game is going to be made like even better it's the mm-hmm. problem like Darkest Dungeon 2 has right now, right? And Hades had the same problem when it was in like its Epic Games sort of like pre-release release period, right? Baldur's Gate 3 is a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant RPG. It's the third game in the Baldur's Gate trilogy. Uh, in it, you play a adventurer of sorts who's been kidnapped by sort of like, I can't remember the name of the monsters, but they're like funky squid men. They're horrible um, and they're all evil. And they put like a tadpole in your brain and it will... Uh, explode and erupt and turn you into uh, a mind flayer um where so it's your sort of 
job. You've got to go out into the world mm. and find a way of getting this tadpole out of your head. And in the meantime, you meet other like-minded adventurers in a very D&D sort of way. In fact, it is set, I think, in an official D&D campaign, although I'm not a massive dork, so I don't know the exact one. Um, and it's a, a fantastic RPG. We basically get to have like brilliant conversations with other characters. Um, the combat's quite good. Um, it's got it's fully voice acted, which is fantastic. That's wonderful. Um, okay. They've got like they're implementing this kind of. There's all sorts of tiny things they're implementing, which don't sound like a big deal, but they are. So basically, there's like a baseline emotion bar. So in RPGs, if you say something very positive, obviously your character has a big smile on their face, right? But maybe the conversation doesn't warrant that. So if you go into a conversation about some guy's funeral and then your character says something like, oh, no, but he was really great. He won't have like a massive beaming smile on his face. It'd just be kind of, you know, happy. Well, and the that's guy just is what... dead at the funeral. He no, like your character talking about the funeral. You can't like have a massive jovial fucking like, Talk did you play? It. Did you play their um, previous games? No, I did not. But mm. I have heard how good they are. I've played Divinity Original Sin two, which I know you were looking about on Twitter recently. So you have played those other previous games. I've not played the previous Baldur's Gate games, but I've played oh. previous games in the similar genre. Okay, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. I've played Pillars of Eternity two, which is mm. also great. So I'm kind of excited to jump in on this one, and I played it for a little bit, and I was like, do you know what? I'm not going to spoil myself on it. This already seems really great. And I'm going to wait until 2023 when the full release happens. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to it. And, uh, well, you, you will not be surprised to hear that. Um, and it looks like this wonderful kind of fusion of uh, kind of Bioware and Larian, which is a very nice mix, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of history behind the developer, right? They've made tons yeah, and tons yeah. of games that are all brilliant in this yeah. genre. So, like, it seems like a home run. And I... I'm very excited to play it in 2023 when it gets its full release. And I think it's going to be the best game in 2023. Yeah. You know what? It's a good uh, choice, actually. Isn't it? That's a really good choice. Yeah, it's much better than Street Fighter Six. I'm right? not just a and fighting game I'm person. Very, just, it's just, I'm not a single note I'm actually person. really proud of you for, yeah. for, for swerving. Usually, I would, be, uh, I would be very, very perturbed if someone said, actually, I'm going to change my pick last second. Uh, but I'm not because uh, I think this is uh, this is a brilliant pivot for Connor. Uh, so yeah, all right, and it might even win. I might even I might even throw my hat. We should right disclose now. here that mm-hmm. someone I used to work with works on this game, so we can't really pick it. It would be wrong. Who? Emily. Okay, I don't know who that I'm is. So, uh, so I'm, uh, I'm and, and former 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 employee of our parent company also. Former RPS yeah. man, I didn't know that. Yeah, yes. you should have told me that before I went so, on like a five-minute speech about it. <laughs> I mean, you've disqualified. You're not you're out of it, but it's a good choice, Connor. I don't know him. You can't, but I know them. Other people know them. Jim, do you know them? It's a bit I don't wrong. know them. I we don't know them. Really choose. I don't know them, and given that I have been uh, invested with the power. Yeah, uh, to pick which wins. It I mean, it probably would again. win. This, this probably it's, would win. You know, it's not. It's not a conflict of interest. It's not a conflict of Jim Trinker's interest. It's a conflict of Tom Ory's interest, and yeah. that's different. All right. Speaking of Tom Ory, uh, what have you got for us? 
Right, so this game I've been looking forward to for ages, right? Okay. I've been emailing the PR all it's the time. It's going to be like Football it. Manager 2023. Uh, this is yeah. PR all the time. It's like, some spreadsheet I, game you're never this excited I, about. Some basic game no one cares about. Can I get this game early? Really? Can I see it? <laughs> can, what can you say about it? I want to see it. Can you get the code? Um, and they're like, no, no, you can't get it yet. Right, so the, and I'm really, really, really excited for it. More excited than I've been for many games in many years. Yeah, the game is for spoken. No, it's not. <laughs> no one's excited for, for spoken. Of course, it's not. Especially after that demo. I played the demo. Um, <laughs> I know it's maybe better than demo, etc., uh, etc. Et no, Resident Evil Four remake. Oh, which oh. what else is there to say? Like mm. Capcom have done a good job with their recent like modern Resident Evil games, right? Yeah, remake. Yeah. Like, if you look back to the history of the remakes, mostly excellent, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe Resident Evil 3, not as good as the others. But they've done some really... If you go back to, like, obviously the, the, the original Resident Evil remake, starting from there, that was brilliant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Resident Evil 2, brilliant remake. Um, the modern Resident Evils, mostly all brilliant. Particularly, I think, um, 7 was very good. Um, yeah. So there's there's... The kind of the chance of this being bad are incredibly slim, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of the most loved games of all time. Uh-huh. They've got to make it good because the backlash would be horrendous if it isn't. Um, what we've seen looks good so far. I haven't looked at much of the footage because I want to be like going in somewhat fresh if possible, which is very hard when you're in this job because you've got to kind of consume all things to be like knowledgeable. Um, unless you can't, it just plays fighting games. But um, <laughs> I think I think this is just it's it's the game that I've wanted ever since like games became better looking than what they were for a long time. Like this, we're at the point now where games just look incredible, right? So this is like I've want like Resident Evil Four still looks decent, but definitely it you can tell it's what eighteen whatever years old now is it something like that? It's a ridiculous long time. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago, but. I played it when I was at university um, on the stupid GameCube controller, which is just awful, worst controller of all time. But game was good, um, and I just I'm, re- I'm just looking forward to seeing what they do with parts of it. Like, I assume everyone's played Resident Evil Four, but if you haven't, it's it's parts of it are peak Capcom, utter like what the hell is going on? Yeahness. Like, they've yeah. done a, a lot of, like, Resident <clears throat> Evil has had this in various points, but I think Resident Evil 4 is p- possibly the peak of just, like, just lots and lots of just ridiculous, like, what he's got. This can't believe I'm saying I this think stuff. that's probably Resi, I think that's probably Resi 6, to be fair. But you <laughs> six, are right. That... 6 is different, though. Like, 6 has a different feel to it. It goes this a bit feels, too far, maybe. This feels like, almost like a... Um, like they knew what they were doing, whereas six feels like it's just that because it went a bit wrong and bad. Mm. Like the bit with the dinosaur transformation is like what? It's just unbelievable. That's it's just here's my little hypothesis, Tom, that you might not like. But mm. my my issue is, I think uh, Resi Seven as a back to basics, incredible. Resident Evil Two as sort of an expression of those ideas back in third person, amazing. As soon as they had to make a game that was a little bit more actiony. Um, 
in Resident Evil 3, that remake wasn't as good. Yeah. And Resident Evil 4 is even weirder and more disparate than 3 in that it has really hardcore horror elements, but also really hardcore, like, slapstick stupidity and things mm. like that in it. And I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see how they how they marry those in this game. And that's why mm. I, I think it'll be good. I don't mm. think modern Capcom really makes crap games anymore. But the question of if it's going to be on the game of the year contender list is i think a massive coin flip mm. massive. i think well that's one of the reasons i'm most looking forward to playing it is because you there's a lot of it that i just want to see what they're doing with certain bits i don't want to like i can't spoil it because some people won't have played it and it may not have been there but there's so many bits in this game where you're like what's going to how's this going to be in the remake like are they going to do it exactly like they did it in the original um and there's elements that have already been seen from the first, like people have played the beginning, right? And we've seen bits that they have carried over, bits they haven't. Um, but I just think as a as a remake, this has to be up there with like one of the most anticipated of all time. Like it is mm-hmm. the, like it is for many people, like one of their favorite games of all time. It's one of the games I've played multiple times. Like I don't play that many games more than once. I just got, I just think like, I've got other stuff to do. I can do something. I play another game, a new game. I've played Resident Evil 4 through probably about five times, <clears throat> which for me is like completely like the, no other game I've played that much ever. Mm. Um, so I'm just really quite excited about it, which doesn't happen that often. Yeah. It's weird seeing you excited about something, but it is also what does count against it is that it is uh, a very kind of shot for shot remake of uh, uh, a very old game very well, modernized it might very modernized. i don't think it is going to be a shot for shot remake that's the thing uh, it's basically going to be a mostly shot for shot remake isn't it i mean who's not going to get excited when the uh the merchant appears and he's like opening his coat i mean <laughs> that's yeah. going to be game of the moment of the year you know what you like you like merchants popping up in the middle of games because when you did your video about vampire survivors which will have been published by the time this goes out best video of the lot by the way (laughs) midway through it you go on this tangent about like oh yeah and then then a guy turns up and you can buy stuff off him and you were like it's almost like your favorite thing is commerce tom which is weird this is weird because my son loves buying things from shops and games (laughs) (laughs) and i always thought it was some kind of thing that he'd learned from like playing terrible modern games but he's got it from you it's just inherited it yeah is what you're saying yeah Yeah, you're just like oh i love a bit of retail (laughs) Mm. i have got about eight tabs open for hot uk deals yeah well this is it isn't it all right okay um okay so uh we've had uh a very last minute Baldur's gate three entry we've had disqualified but re- fine. not, not disqualified absolutely not disqualified because uh like as i'm pointing out this is your ethical conundrum not mine uh so i'm going to allow it uh alex what have you got for us i'm bracing myself for the anger uh from tom when i make this pick. it's final fantasy 16 isn't it so let me uh, <laughs> no, no. so here's the thing it's not actually oh, this God. topic's bullshit right we can't we don't know what's going to be any good next year we've got no idea um we you know it, it, it's impossible to tell final fantasy 16 might come out and all the trailers might be snake oil and it might be a disaster they might struggle to stick the landing with uh with resi 4 um zelda might be bad 
it might be or zelda might be i think the more likely thing with zelda is zelda might be weird and esoteric in that majora's mask way and you're going to get a majora's mask to breath of the wild's ocarina of time um and so all these and street fighter six i've been burned before i played street fighter five at launch which was an insult to my intelligence still good but and got better but it was it was it was fucking rough but i tell you what he's good and what will be good next year and that's cyberpunk 2077 (laughs) you could almost make the argument disgusting suggestion you could almost (laughs) make the argument that 2023 is going to be the year when we actually get the real cyberpunk 2077 launch really um We've got the expansion, Phantom Liberty, coming. Anyone yep. who has played The Witcher 3 knows that uh, CD Projekt really know how to do a good expansion story. I actually think they relish making really big games. But ironically, I think a lot of the best content they make comes when they make these slightly smaller, more self-enclosed stories that are maybe six, seven, eight hours. And, you know, as someone who... Uh, Blood and Wine is my favourite bit of The Witcher 3. Um, Mm. I am so excited for Phantom Liberty and I'm thrilled to see that both Keanu's back and there's Idris Elba um, in it. Uh, I can't wait to see that universe get expanded. It's interesting to sort of see, feels like Phantom Liberty more is, whereas the main story of Cyberpunk deals with a lot of aftermath from things established in the tabletop game. Uh, Phantom Liberty appears to be them breaking out and doing their own thing a little bit more, which again, there's a thematic similarity there to what went on with The Witcher, where the core games were more of an adaptation and then they they sort of broke out of that and did their own thing a bit more with the expansions. And on top of that, Cyberpunk is just um, is finally now at this point at the stage where it has reached its true potential. I think... Mm. Everything that happened at launch was a real shame because I think the game was decent at launch. Um, but I was having this conversation with um, horrific traitor and baldy Kirk McKean uh, the other day where he and I were talking about how modern day cyberpunk in its current state, in my opinion, is a nice tidy 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10. It's a good game. It's not revolutionary in the same way that The Witcher was. Um, but it's excellent. It's really good. It's one of the best role-playing games of its kind. The universe is quite fresh-feeling and all that sort of stuff. It's They've really done a number on it. And obviously, the thing that I wrote about on VG247 a while ago was how really... They really have turned it around, yeah. The turning point for them was finally cutting loose the last-gen versions, which is something they should have done. They shouldn't yeah. have launched it on last-gen consoles at all because that would have freed up people, it would have freed up resources, and they could have released the next-gen ones tight as opposed to two versions, one of which was completely broken and one of which was a little bit broken. But they're finally at that stage now, and it's like you know that it's coming next year. Phantom Liberty is going to come out, and then they're going to release a disc-based version of that game that includes Phantom Liberty and all the updates and all the DLC, all the Edge Runners DLC and all that sort of stuff, which they did exactly the same with The Witcher 3. You can already see them edging towards that where like the original Cyberpunk box art is the male version of V. Yeah. And yeah. around the time they announced Phantom Liberty, they replaced all their key art with female V. It's the same art, but it's the lady version. And 
you can just tell that's probably going to be the box art of the of the complete edition and all i'm saying is that complete edition with that dlc is probably going to be one of the best games you can buy in 2023 I think this doesn't count, really, does it? No, not really. Just, I no, can't no, believe no, you'd be no, like, I've no. been burnt before of Street Fighter and then with a smile on your face, be like, oh, I'm really excited for Cyberpunk. No, but, yeah, but let me let me put it this way, Connor. Like, I've been burned with Street Fighter before, but yeah. if there was no Street Fighter 6 right now and yeah. they were doing a... Uh, uh, they were doing one last season of Street Fighter, uh, of Street Fighter Five, and they were going to put the last couple of World Warriors in, mm. uh, and they were going to just tweak up some of the arcade motor stuff, and they were going to put a new disc out again. I would happily say exactly the same thing. I would say that package would be one of the best packages you could buy that year. And in fact, I said that when they bought Champion Edition out. I said for fifty quid, Champion Edition is one of the best gaming purchases you can make in what was it 2020 or 2019 yeah. Mm. um so yeah but street fighter 6 is new and an unknown i'm talking about something that's good now that's probably going to get a little bit better uh, as some of the you know as they patch some extra some final bits and cd project's history with just barnstorming dlc so if you really want to get into the spirit of this we could say that i'm saying phantom liberty because i think phantom liberty will be excellent and CD Projekt's expansions tend to be full game sort of meatiness. Not I mean, full length RPG meaty, but meaty, seven, yeah, seven yeah. hours, like I said. I mean, I reviewed Blood and Wine back when it came out uh, for Tom. And, uh, well, not for Tom personally, but uh, <laughs> that was weird. Sorry. I remember uh, we were we were at CD Projekt together for Blood and Wine, right? We still were. Got we were actually. I still got the corruption wine somewhere. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, us. I've got the, uh, I've got, I've got the corruption. Uh, sort of, yeah. Did you get that? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the little, uh, the little kit. I keep um, the little box. I keep USBs in now. Yeah, that was a good trip for uh, corruption trinkets. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I reviewed Blood and Wine back in the day, and one of the things I said about it was that they could have released this as a standalone, as yeah. Witcher, as Witcher Four, essentially, and. I don't think people would have felt that shortchanged because um, it was so extensive and, and Toussaint is such a huge kind of area and everything. So, yeah, yeah, um, the, the Phantom Liberty uh, announcement was uh, really exciting because um, Cyberpunk has been a bit of a painful thing to get going. But now, as you say, it's in a really good position. And um, uh that is that is an exciting prospect because it does feel like okay, it's going to come into its own now. It's going to really become the cyberpunk that we all wanted, I guess. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'll I also it. think, in fairness, it would have been very easy for them to say, yeah. "Well, the game's had troubles, and we've got to do this DLC because we're committed to it, but we're going to sort of phone it in a little bit." But it's quite clear, even from the fact that they didn't just choose to get Keanu back, which probably cost, but they probably had a clause in his contract anyway, right, from the original game about getting him back for DLC. But they then chose to go and get another big name Hollywood actor speaks to where they're at and what they feel and the ambition they have, which I think, and I think it's going to be a great expansion. It's like, because the core game is so good, I feel more of a guarantee that that's going to be excellent than anything else next year where there's all sorts of unknowns. All I'll say, right, is that while there is, you know, historical precedent to say that Phantom Liberty may very well be good, we don't actually know that for sure. 
RE4 remake could be RE3 remake again. It could be a letdown. You can download Baldur's Gate 3 right now. And we know for sure the game is amazing. But then you might have fucked yourself there, Connor, because we might then be in the, if it does early access, basically count as a release. Well, well, when Cyberpunk came out years ago as well. In that case, Tom's the only real winner. I mean, I was going to point this out myself. I mean, do you want to play the jingle? Then I'll do my argument. Right, okay, yeah, all right. Right, so Connor's disqualified, right? With the reasons we've discussed, plus he's that's just basically said that's not the case. That, that's not we didn't plus, decide that at all. You said that, and I just, said no. He's added to that by saying that the game's already been out and he's played it and it's brilliant. Right? Not the Tom's about to argue that he's the only valid choice, which is <clears> which is then, nonsense. Because then following on because what, they released RE3 <laughs> remake and it was a massive letdown. Following on what, <laughs> what Alex is just saying about how like he could pick, he could have just chosen the expansion, right? I mean. That I'd I'd have been fine with that. But mm. As he's gone with the whole game, the game that's been out for a long time and has been pretty like a best for a, a long part of it. To say it's like the best game is is a stretch. I think. I mean, it's fine. Now. It's okay. Like it's okay now. I think we can say it's okay. But I think if you're saying it's a ten out of ten, I think mm, I don't know. Resident Evil Four remake, one of the greatest games of all time, being remade. Well, how can you go wrong, right? Well, you can go wrong because I've played Resident Evil 3 and I think they did it last time they just cut Resident, the clock tower out Resident Evil 3 which <laughs> I think is not as it's clearly not as good as it could have been mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad game it's not it's bad. Fine. It's, it's just not as good. It's just not as good as two remake, right? Right. right. And also, um, it's not best game released in twenty twenty three. Resident Evil Four won't have a shit massive guy chasing you around. <laughs> Nemesis is the best. What you want a big guy? <laughs> Nemesis is so cool. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. All right. Look. 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 I need to. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a decision here, right? And it's gonna be a controversial decision, and everyone's gonna hate it. Because I'm not going to go with any of what you've said. Because this is the last podcast of the year, and I've decided that I can do whatever I want. So oh I'm going to give it to Starfield. Because nobody fucking knows, right? So, so how uh, do you know it's the best game then? Because it's going to be a culmination of everything that Bethesda have become brilliant at doing over their past fucking 30 years of existence. Yeah, letting people down, buggy no, messes. No, it's going <laughs> to be... Fallout 76 ass, Fallout 4 Sky, ass. Skyrim on a PS3. No, Did you? no, Did because you? I Awful. because I got it on the good platform. I didn't because, either, uh, but I'm listen, pretending that I did just to make listen, this point. Yeah, it's, but it's not going to be on PlayStation, is it? It's just that it's going to be Bethesda focusing on one set, one ecosystem, one set of platforms on the PC side and the Xbox side, so so they're, they're freed from the burden How of many having platforms to port is that it. About a billion. Bethesda no, is burden. That's billion their, that is them. Like configurations. They have. Uh, they are uh, unburdened from having to port it to the PlayStation, so uh, they are fully. They, they are allowed to just fully focus on realizing Todd Howard's vision, which is to evangelize uh, American exceptionalism via uh, NASA uh, idolatry uh, and uh, and create the space exploration game that we have always wanted, but who nobody has ever been able to make, which is something, no that, has, something that has the vastness and, the, uh, and the, un- the unknowableness of space exploration, something like No Man's Sky, but with the curated uh, handmade uh, 
actual proper civilization that you can explore of something like Morrowind or Skyrim. So it's got so it's going to be the perfect midpoint between those two extremes, and I think it's going to be not just the greatest game of 2023, but the greatest game of all time. But I know I'm not a contestant, so I can't pick myself. So I'm actually going to pick Alex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not good in the end. Listen. Uh, I can't. I, I mean, if one of you had picked Starfield, that would have won uh, for the reasons I've just discussed. And uh, where where I contested, I'd have won. But look, uh, Connor, I absolutely love your pick. Uh, but the thing about Baldur's Gate Three is that uh, I think it doesn't have the redemption arc of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, which is hugely. Uh, hugely important to me because uh, as you, as everyone knows, I like things to have a story, right? And the story of Cyberpunk 2077 is brilliant because it comes out and it's a shiter and it tanks the company almost and it almost tanks the economy of Poland, which is a thing I like saying that didn't actually happen, but I like saying it because it's a, it's a good headline, right? Uh, and uh, and then they've brought it back and, uh, and now it's quite widely, quite rightly regarded as... Uh, one of the best games that that studio has done, which is uh, which is incredible, considering that they made one of the best games of all time. So uh, I think Cyberpunk is is twenty twenty three is going to be Cyberpunk's year. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> Nobody is saying this. No Nobody is saying right. Cyberpunk is, is going to be the game no, of twenty twenty three. Apart no, no, from but, this podcast, right? This is the Resi, worst Resi four. Involved in Resi my life. four. I've just looked up how long it is since Resi four originally came yeah. out, and I'm not even going to repeat it because I felt so close to death after seeing the number. Mm. Uh, and uh, the thing about Baldur's Gate three, uh, Baldur's Gate three is definitely going to be an excellent game and we already know how excellent it is connor you're absolutely right as i'm loath to not give it to you this week but the story of Baldur's gate 3 is competent studio makes good game i mean it's legendary studio continues 10 out of 10 track record no comp- oh, well, excuse me city project red they make terrible games don't they, com- they com- do. competent terrible. studio have you played, have you played witcher 1 right yeah. yeah have you played fucking divinity 2 yeah, uh, I don't mean the original sin to. I mean divinity. Oh 2. no, yeah, I yeah. haven't. I'm and, and fucking not and the, old. the weird dragon wars one they did. Like they've put out their fair, fair amount of shiters as well. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, they're competent. Uh, I've lost track of what what's happening. Listen, so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We're giving the final game award of the year. Yeah. To a game that launched what two years ago? Launched in 2020, and will have an expansion next year. Right, and it was uh, universally, apart from on some websites, including ours, panned being, <laughs> for being terrible on multiple systems. That has got somewhat better. Well, no, because years. because if you look at who gave it the good reviews, like Kurt McKean was playing it on his twenty grand PC, so he thought it was it a was great. Bill game. Cliff who reviewed it for VG Twenty Four Seven. Yeah, yeah. I trust oh. that I, Bill, Bill Cliff is like a good man, but but he also <laughs> was playing it on a super high end PC. Yeah. Basically, everyone who played it on uh, anything less than like a, a two, three grand PC thought it was a shiter. It was almost like they was. hid. It was almost like they hid the console versions in that nobody who reviewed the game saw the console. It was all PC, until about wasn't it? Six hours before embark. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You know, it was uh, uh, it was uh, it was terrible. But um, they've really brought that around. Uh, and now the game is flourishing in its current state because it's 
uh, and, and people can now see past all the technical issues and all, on all the kind of the quality of life kind of uh, daft stuff that, that gets fixed now uh, post-release. And now it's in a brilliant state and it is one of the best RPGs of all time. It's not as good as The Witcher 3, but it's one of the best. And, uh, and, and next year it'll get better and it'll have a proper next gen only relaunch in the form of phantom liberty and uh so i think i think i think it gets it tom resident evil 4 was never going to get this because it's a shot for shot remake almost shot for shot remake of a 70, 17 17 year old game i have a child that age it's actually terrifying and uh connor um yeah yeah so it was going to be between connor and alex and uh and yeah, I just love the, the the deliciousness of giving it to Cyberpunk 2077 because we'll get a lot of complaints and, and I'm sustained by the rage of people on the internet. Me? <laughs> <laughs> I feel really bad now. I feel like Connor should have got that. But look, look I stand by There's it. still time. We've not stopped the recording. The conclusion's gone for far too long. It's yeah, just true. Gone. Yeah, this is we going, should yeah. just cut it there. Yeah, the, conclusion, the conclusion never lasts very long because no, nobody ever gets to hear from me on this podcast and because it's the last one in the year i was like i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna talk for 20 minutes now about bethesda even though it's completely irrelevant uh but look no it's obviously going to be starfield cyberpunk 2077 is a worthy second place and because i'm not eligible to compete it's going to win but uh it was very very close between connor and alex this week i just want to make that really clear genius gg alex good job Genius, genius. Right. Look, at least Alex isn't a 12 year old boy. Like, it's, it's That's fine. true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you will find out in this year podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five star review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us get the word out. Uh, we're not just a podcast, of course. If you'd like to hear more from the team, then check out VG247.com for our fantastic news coverage, features, reviews, and game guides. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>